What's up, Internet? This is Dave. And, you know, when you hear a voice before the music starts that you're in for a very special treat, uh, typically that involves uh, audio problems. So uh, before uh, we bombard your ears with this episode, which is Sesame Street Fighter, um, which is a... Well, a game. We'll talk about it. You'll, you'll hear in a little bit if you stick around. But I wanted to let you know that this is the episode in January that we recorded that um, essentially made me want to go back to one a week because um, we, well, not we, I recorded the episode on the internal mic. So internal mic uh, strikes back. And um, I didn't feel like it was good enough to publish. And we kind of went back and forth on whether or not to publish it on Patreon. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, maybe this would be a nice little extra uh, for Patreon donors. Uh, Patreon.com slash Tadpog. So Tyler had a surprise vacation spring up. And he had to leave, and we uh, were not able to record an episode, uh, a new episode for this week, and we did not want you to go without. So, begrudgingly, (laughs) I have uh, delved back into uh, Tadpog Archives and pulled out the Sesame Street Fighter episode that we recorded back in January of this year. It sounds bad. So there's your warning. Uh, The audio quality is nowhere near where I want it or need it to be. So I want to apologize right up front and let you know what you're in for. If uh, that kind of thing bothers you um, and you want to skip out, no hard feelings. Hope we'll catch you on the next episode. Uh, But this is just something that we had to do uh, in order to stay on our uh, production schedule. So I hope you understand and please enjoy Sesame Street Fighter. Oh, also, uh, I did clean up the audio as best I could, uh, and special thanks to Overseas Philip, uh, who offered uh, several suggestions to try to help clean the audio up. Uh, it still sounds like hot garbage, but um, it's it's better than it sounded when it was um, recorded raw. So, okay, I'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, you guys uh, enjoy, and uh, we'll catch you later. You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Yeah, that was fanciful. Tadpog podcast. I like podcast. that. Tadpog podcast. Oh. You're better at that than Where I we am. we talk about two old guys talk about old games. Let's just talk about ourselves. All right. You do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you, how long can you keep this up, do you think? Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. <laughs> about till about now. Oh, yeah. So, wow. Mid-sentence. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're back. Uh, play old games, and this week, uh, Dave, you found this game and told me about it. I f- well, I found it on the Tadpog Nation Facebook group. Oh, okay, um, yeah, you're right, all right. This was a game that was recommended to us by Addison. So, I saw it, I saw the post, uh, I was like, yeah, this game is Sesame Street Fighter, which is a mashup yeah. of <laughs> Sesame Street and Street Fighter, and I thought, yeah, Addison knows us, and, uh... 
I think this image is funny. I'll check out the game. I don't think he has a title. Uh, I don't think so either, but I think he also suggested a um, a long time ago, or maybe a month or so ago, a um, dating sim where your boyfriend's a horse. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we got two great Gotta suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Addison, Addison Webb, I'm sure he gets it all the time then, so like... What's the guess? Sp- Spider-Man... Sp- Spider-Man Addison? Addison? That's, wow, that's not even trying. I no, feel it's like. not. I can think of something, something along those lines. Sensational Addison? I'm trying to think uh, of so like, the, that's like good. web of Spider-Man. Amazing Addison. Amazing Spider-Man. Sensational Spider-Man. Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah, there's so many. Just regular Spider-Man. That's a, that was a comic, too. We'll just call you Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Spider-Man told us yeah. about that. <laughs> Thanks for the recommendation, Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Can I tell you how hard it was to get into Spider-Man comics as a kid? Because I had no... Like, that's so confusing to have, like, five fucking titles uh, for a character. Very... I remember, like, him being a very wholesome, like... School lad, yeah, uh, fighting the Sandman. School, yeah, I think those are my favorite Spider-Man comics when he's yeah. in high school. Yeah, I like those a lot. Other than like the new stuff that like, Dan Slott wrote, where he's like um, actually doing science stuff. Like he's got a job at a laboratory. Um, they're working on like fantastical science inventions. So all that's been that was kind of fun. Because I, I was reading an article today about like. The 15 worst things that ever happened to Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, it's talking about the most recent incarnation of him as he's very Iron Man-esque. You know, I, have, I haven't read any Spider-Man comics in a long time. So how is he Iron Man-esque? You, just his he's costume? He's a billionaire or? who owns a some sort of large technology business and he jet sets around the world. Oh, but that, that does sound like Iron Man. one article that I read today. Uh, so it could be just... Completely off the mark. I don't know. I like to think that this is like uh, a real deep alternate timeline where the only Marvel movie that took off was Iron Man, <laughs> and then everything after it just failed uh, miserably. <laughs> and Marvel just took all their comics and turned them into Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Amazing Iron Spider-Man. Yes. Amazing, yeah. Because one of them, they kind of got me, because I was reading it, and because there's the one where he changes bodies with uh, Doc, Doc Ock. yeah. And they get access to each other's memories when they do this. Okay. So he is like locked up somewhere in Doc Ock's body, experiences memories, and at one point Doc Ock and Aunt May are engaged, so he has to remember what it's like to have sex with Aunt May. <laughs> so I'm glad that they explored that. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's, that's, a, that's a room that needed needed to be, to be looked into. How bummed out would like like I don't have a great body, but I would be super bummed out if I woke up in Doctor Octopus's body. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how he looked in like like modern comics. They probably like gritty rebooted him up. I'm sure, but like, I remember Doc Ock from like comics when I was a kid, and he was just a chubby dude with robotic arms the on his yellow back. And green yeah. suit, and yeah. the, the page boy bolt. Yeah, cut. yeah, he did. He looked like the the fourth Stooge or something. <laughs> Larry Moe, Curly, and Ock. <laughs> Larry Moe, Curly, Ship, and Octavius. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into uh, Sesame Street Fighter, I also just want to say Sesame Fighter Street. But that does, yeah, we could do that. Whichever. That's uh, the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> uh, I have a few things for us to try. Uh, one, I bought it a long time ago because I saw them 
uh, I think on Facebook, and then went out and got some, ate a few, and then meant to make them for us, but still frozen yeah. in your grocer's freezer section, uh, deep fried Twinkies. Wait, so, wait, I don't understand. This is a frozen, this, this, what, sitting in front of me in a bowl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a very nice wooden bowl, is, this is a deep fried Twinkie? Uh-huh. And you prepared this... From Frozen. From Frozen. Mm-hmm. This was... So this it's, was a, it's a double deep fried Twinkie. This was at the grocery store? Uh-huh. Okay, I've never I've never had one of these before. So this would be my this would it, be it my looks first like a, experience. Like we used to call them the cheese sticks over at Nick's Bar and Grill. This they look like cheese cocks. Cheese cocks. This yeah, <laughs> like on the I guess on the underside of this, there's some white liquid oozing out of it. That's what mine looks like. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> oh, it's got treads and then oh. multiple holes on the bottom. Yikes! You have you have lived an adventurous life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't know whether to be jealous or grateful. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> All right, so you're eating yours with a spoon? I was going to. It's, it's cooled down enough now oh, okay. we don't have to. Um, so the fact that it's in a bowl and that we have spoons I, it begs the question, have you ever eaten this with ice cream? Uh, no, I haven't, but I bet it would be It would be good with ice cream. Yeah? Good with some vanilla ice cream. All right, so... Um, you ready? Are we going to eat this? I, I, I cannot get Melissa to try these no matter what. I, I brought these out the first time, and she just immediately started gagging on sides. She mentioned it before we were recording. When you were getting these ready, I asked Melissa, I was like, is there any possible way you're going to eat one of these? And she said no. Mm-mm, nope. I mean, what was it? You said something like a bunch of other grosser stuff you said you would eat first before you ate one of these. Basically anything. <laughs> but certainly cheesecocks? Oh, yeah. 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 Top of the list. I I'm gonna choke on a cock before I. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is this Hostess brand or is uh-huh. this is okay? So this is the real deal, Holyfield. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm gonna take a bite of this. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like it's it. Very fair foodish. Yeah, I love fair food. Carnival food. I guess it's the same thing. Elephant ears, aka funnel cake. Same thing, right? I think so. I like all of that. Hot dogs, yes. Popcorn, yes. I just got a Whirly Pop the other day at Bed Bath & Beyond. It's like a $20 pot that has um, the lid, essentially, um, has two doors on it. And one of them, like, latches shut, and the other one you use to, to open to pour out popcorn. Mm-hmm. And it's got this, like, crank on it, uh, where you crank it, and it just stirs the popcorn in, in the pot. And it takes about three minutes and oh, the popcorn's done, and holy shit. Just hot air pop popcorn? Yeah, it's all just done by, like, the, awesome. the heat and the steam, so, like... Um, That's the way to do popcorn. Man, oh, yeah. I've got my fucking method down. This has been, like, my pet project, like, this week. I probably, no joke, spent five hours on popcorn. <laughs> this, that's not a joke. I know, it's ridiculous, but... No, you I, like popcorn. I love popcorn. So, like, I got I got my I got my Flavacol, which is, from what I hear... And from the way it tastes, the seasoning that they use at the Cinemark, at the at the movie oh, theater. okay. And I cook those fuckers in the coconut oil. Man, it's, some, right. it's some good shit. I'm impressed with that. That's, some, that's some culinary shit you gotta go that for. That is, this pop. I'm willing to go next level popcorn for popcorn. Chef. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I want to get some lava dust uh, because I want to I wanna put that on some popcorn. I've got, the, I've got that somewhere, that volcano dust of the... Carolina Reaper powder. Because that shit is hot. Yeah. And I think it would be amazing on popcorn. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I think it would be amazing. But besides this, I've got one more thing for us to try. Oh, okay. 
Because Melissa saw these and bought these for us. Gay sex. Because I gay. Yeah, she, I really want you guys to have gay sex. It's even funnier that we bought the gay sex and bought them. <laughs> that just makes sense. Because <laughs> I've been trying. Because we always, when all of us in the car, it's usually torn between like Cracker Barrel uh-huh. and IHOP when we go out to eat. And I'm always like, let's go to Bob Evans. Let's do something a little different. Let's go to Bob Evans because we have one. We do. We have a Bob Evans. Yep. Really? It's across from the In Mall McDonald's. Really? Yep. Okay. And if how was it? Well, if Cracker Barrel and IHOP oh. were to have gay sex and produce yeah. produce a child, it would be Bob Evans. It would be Bob Evans. Yep. And we went, and I think it was. I I did well in my choice. Everyone seemed very happy. So, and we were by far the youngest people in the establishment. Really? <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> While you were eating, did anyone wander in like, what, this exists? <laughs> What's it look we like inside there? Like Shoney's? I'm like, wait, here we go. Now, Melissa, get on the box for Bob Evans. Melissa, I don't know which mic gets plugged in, so hopefully this will work. Oh, okay. okay. Before I met Tyler, I took our children into Bob Evans. She didn't, she we, didn't know me before she met, but our children. <laughs> <laughs> we immediately went in and just walked right out. I really? It was like a cafeteria. Like Was there like a dead person like on the floor? <laughs> yeah. It's cafeteria style? No, it just the reminds f- When me you of come it. in, it does look like... Yeah. A, it does look like a cafeteria. Like It is not a cafeteria style, but yeah, when you walk in, it does look like that. Yeah. So, anyway, we really enjoyed it. We'll be going back. So. Yeah. All right, score one for Bob Evans. Yeah, so highly recommended Bob Evans. But there, they had these... Tabasco-filled chocolates. Tabasco-filled chocolates. Okay. This looks like a... Kind of looks like a tiny Kit Kat. The wrapper does, at least. Oh, that's Tabasco orange, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you tried this yet? I have not. This is a Tabasco brand spicy chocolate. Um, now, I, I realize that this is heresy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm from Louisiana originally. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Tabasco. Neither am I. I think it's too vinegary. Yeah, I don't, I don't really enjoy the taste, and I don't think it's hot at all. Mm-hmm. So, you ready to do this? Yep. Is, so, is this supposed to be, like, liquid <laughs> Tabasco? Like, is this, like, to my Tabasco-filled chocolate? Is, yes, to my understanding, yes. Like a Cadbury egg that's just what got Tabasco inside yep. of it. Okay. So, it's going to be a wonderful experience. <laughs> all right. They had lots of these at the Bob Evans counter for some reason. Well, then that, that answers the question of whether or not I'm going to take a bite out of this or put the whole thing in my mouth. Oh, yeah, because you don't want Tabasco. I'm just spilling it out everywhere. No, I'm going to yeah. put the whole thing in my mouth. Me too. All right. All right. Oh, nope. I was wrong. I'm glad you were wrong. There's no Tabasco liquid in here. You know what? Tabasco is pretty good in chocolate. Nope. Actually, that's not bad. It doesn't, it doesn't have that vinegary pitch Tabasco, just a little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Thank you for sharing that Tabasco brand spicy chocolate. Also, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. I'm your bespectacled host, Dave. And now that I've got Melissa with the headphones, I hope she's trying to take them off. <laughs> you want me to tell the story? You want me to save yeah, it? I can save it. Yeah, you were kind of torturing Melissa a little bit before we started recording. Uh-huh. Um, you used the phrase butt shelves. <laughs> butt shelves. What? So I talked about a few weeks ago about having a story, but I wanted to wait until Melissa was with us. Because this may or may not be funny. It was funny to us at like 2 in the morning. Okay. Okay, so 2 a.m. Disclaimer. <laughs> 2 a.m. Funny. Disclaimer. Pillow talk 2 a.m. Okay. I got it. Because uh, I'm, I'm aware that I have a tailbone. So before people are like, what are you talking about? Like, I know I have a tailbone. 
Wait. I know that's what it is. Like, did you just discover this recently? Like, <laughs> Well, I remember, I, I always thought, like, that I had an unusually high butt crack. Okay. So, I remember, this started out, I remember I'd always see my butt in the mirror and be like, Do I think I have a high butt crack. A high butt crack? Uh-huh. Okay. Like, it starts off, it's, it's, did, yeah, it's just it's just too high. It did, should be lower. Do you look at your butt a lot in the mirror? <laughs> Whenever I'm taking a shower and get out of the shower and dry off, see my, see my butt. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, hey, that's I'm, that's probably a good thing because I don't know what could be on my butt right now, and I wouldn't know because I don't look at it in the mirror. But, uh, but, but I'm sh- and whenever I had, I think my first discovery of this was when I had hemorrhoids. Yeah, I'm not checking everything out. I don't. What, think- what are you making that face for? I had to explain why I was all all in my butt. Okay. I don't know that I would... Would I know if I had hemorrhoids? Yes. Okay, so that's not a thing I have to look in the mirror for. No. I would be like, oh, my butt. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. And while, like, checking everything out, Mm -hmm. I compared it to... Because I was confused by it, because I'd never checked out my butt that much before, but I felt like... Were you like, damn. Damn, look at this (laughs) shit. Look at that butt. But I was like, "Does does my butt have, like, a continental shelf? Because I remember I started at my, what I thought was my high butt crack, and then go down slightly, and then I feel like a bone. Yeah. And the bone, the like, bone, it, right? it feels like a shelf, though. It's like a straight across. It feels like a, it's a shelf <laughs> in my butt. <laughs> like a tiny shelf? Or That's just a like great, a protrusion? No, like a tiny shelf. Like, I would th- I guess I imagine my tailbone to be a bone-like tail. Like, I didn't imagine it would be like, it feels like a bar just like sitting there that divides the rest of my butt from the hole like a um um here's an analogy like an upside down birdhouse perch yep okay yep so like that little that little perch that birds can stand on before poking their head the yep, hole exactly. like that exactly but just flipped upside down or or flip the or just where they're facing the same direction okay okay I got it. I think. How but, how far out was is was slash is this protruding? Did you have surgery? The the hemorrhoid or the or the butt shelf? <laughs> the butt shelf. The butt shelf doesn't protrude. Did you have your butt shelf removed? Oh, I should. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember because I would feel down and then suddenly it's just like it dropped off. Like I hit the butt shelf, like a continental shelf. Yeah. And it just drops off into butthole. So I always thought like, and I would feel it all the way across. Like it's weird because it feels like it's just straight. All the way across my butt until I can't feel it anymore. Yeah. And then, because this was years ago, years ago when I had hemorrhoids, and like, uh-huh. okay, I, re- I just remembered it. Man, please don't. Like, if this story ends with some kind of like weird heart infection or something, no, I no, go, no, no. Oh, okay. No, uh, hemorrhoids are open. Uh, oh, hemorrhoids, oh, yeah. hemorrhoids are just why I discovered it in the first oh, Okay, place. cool. Cool, cool, cool. No, no, no. I just didn't. I, I got better. I got better. I, I ate all of that deep fried twiggy, and I'm going to tap out <laughs> if you're going to tell me that you found like this. Callous piece of like pus inside your butt. <laughs> no, no, nothing medically wrong. Okay, all right, okay, good. Just discovered what Ex- built to me, uh-huh. like a bunch of like right? And then cut to years later, Melissa and I are laying years. in bed. Okay, and like I have to scratch my butt, and I'm like, oh, hey, butt shelf. It's like, okay, well, we're at this point in my marriage. I was like, hey, check something out for me. <laughs> Melissa's shaking her head as if no, maybe you weren't that point. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or you're just a little embarrassed. Because it's just like, hey, come over and put your hand in my butt. In? <laughs> in your butt? I mean, you have to go in the crack to get there. Oh, okay. 
But that's not in, in the butt. In, in my butt. Hot dog. It's not in me. Come it's on. in my butt. You have a really deep crack, so. I do, I do have a deep crack. I'm High gonna, and deep. That's I, how I like them. I have, a bu- I have a bubble butt, so yeah, there's yeah. a lot of crack to go through. I'm not like Josh Nance where it's your back and then it's the hole just drops. Right. <laughs> but, so I have, I have her check it out. Yeah. What do you like, find, what, Melissa? Do you feel this? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to jump in here anymore? Yeah, go ahead. Am did, I getting it all right? Did you feel the butt shelf? I, I did. I'm going to show you this. <laughs> that is a charger. Can you choke up a little bit? Oh, yes. If you were to put this... <laughs> if I were to put this charger... Yeah, the little yeah adapter okay. thing. Stand up. This is an AC adapter. This is probably like the size of a... How am I supposed to stand it's up? It's a rectangular shape. It's like the size of like a matchbook or something like that. Or a matchbox. It's like that. Inside there. I'm you putting ha- this on the top of Tyler's crack. <laughs> you have an AC adapter? Like, you, are you wearing a wire? Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, deep cover. Had to have it. So That's in your really, butt? I was like, check this out. Do you feel this? And yeah, you're just, yeah, okay, I do feel that. I was like, feel it all the way across. And you're, yeah, yeah, okay. Huh, that's weird. Hey, check out mine then. <laughs> so then you flip over and then I feel your butt shelf. Yeah. Sure enough, she also has has a butt shelf. You have a butt I shelf do. as well? Yes. Can you put stuff on it? I, I don't know. understand I butt shelf. Was weird. <laughs> like, I uh, think shelf it's weird. Totally shelf is really inaccurate. Normal. Can you rest like a small cat figurine <laughs> on it or something? Uh-uh. I think it's just where your tailbone is. It's just your I think it's just your tailbone, yeah. But it feels it feels odd in that it's so very straight and in your butt. All right, so I'm touching my butt right now, uh-huh. and I can feel, I don't feel a shelf. What I feel is a bone. I feel a bone, yeah. like a big bone, and then um, that right down below that, I feel this like jelly bean bone. And I assume that that jelly bean bone is my tailbone. But anyone here like jelly touch my butt? Jelly bean bone. <laughs> We're all right now <laughs> feeling, yeah, feeling we, your butt. We shows. all have our hands down in the back of our pants. Yeah, I've got this like little jelly bean bone. If I'm, If what? I think you feel, I felt on you, Melissa, because I was like, oh, yours feels different, a little bit different than mine. Mm-hmm. So mine, like, I don't have that little jelly bean bone. You don't have the jelly bean bone? That's in the middle? No, it's at the very end. It's like the last, bu- it's like the last, the hard thing I feel in my butt is <laughs> 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 a jelly bean bone. So we just had our nice moment of flipping back and forth, feeling each other's butt shelves, our butt bones, because I, I sort of maybe some curvature, maybe some protrusion yeah. I don't know something divots but it felt like it was just perfectly smooth straight like a shelf just right there do you think you're an android maybe I don't know I don't know if it's totally normal or not I'm glad Melissa has one yeah so I know it's not weird I'm gonna go home and feel Nikki's butt show weird. I'm gonna ask her to... I could have just found my perfect match my butt shelf match <laughs> Thanks, I'm gonna ask her to find my jelly bean bone I sw- <laughs> it feels like a hard jelly bean down there mm. like, like right before the hole yeah Oh, right before the Oh, hole? Okay, okay, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Oh, we're not farther uh, down. We're not that oh, far. you're higher up? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, where are well, you? Well, we're going to have to go farther down tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you go any further down, then you just find it's just it's just skin. It's just hole at that point. Yeah. But right now, you're still just like, because if you were to press down a little bit, it's like you'll just slip off because it just, it just abruptly ends and it's just whole taint and then that's it. I don't have that. <laughs> so, I don't know. Next time I go to the doctor... I'll ask. Could you check out my butt shelf, doctor? When you said butt shelves earlier, I thought it was going to be like a subreddit thing. I thought it was going to be like... I think we oh, talked about excited. that. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was going to be a new subreddit where like big booty girls mm. use their butts to hold things. Oh, I'm sure that's a thing. 
Oh, that has to 100% be a right. thing. I'm gonna look I don't to see know what it's called. I'm gonna, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to see if there is a subreddit It'll called It might be Bunch like Ass Grips or some shit. Ass something, Grips? Ass Gripping, oh, something like that. I, I think that is a subreddit, <laughs> but like that would be like ass cheeks like holding, like holding. grabbing onto something. Like a, but you mean that for a butt that you can just set stuff, something Yeah, on. just on it. Like it's a butt that's oh, just... Yeah. Like pregnant girls set stuff on their belly that right. can be butt on your butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to search. I'm just going to do reddit.com. Slash. I like how y'all pretend you don't already know this exists. I don't. We don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't, Melissa, I swear. Our uh, butt shelves. Let's see. What we got? Because I'm only recently an ass man, so. It's because of you. your butt shelf. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't make. Butt shelves is not a subreddit. But if there is a subreddit with. There's got. There has yeah, to be a yeah. subreddit yeah. with women holding things on their butt. Yeah, 100%. Propping things up with their butt. Yeah. I think there's a subreddit for like um, just stacking things on cats. Yes, they they turned that into a book that I had somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, was it cat stackers stuff? I think or the book was like stuff on my cat. I, I believe I bought that books a million for way too much for a very small book. <laughs> Right, but yeah, I don't know if that's that weird or funny. But I was like, okay, that's something to bring up on the show. I think it's interesting because I'm now I'm <laughs> curious what that is. Maybe there's need to be a new uh, Tadpog Nation <laughs> Facebook poll. Do you have a butt shelf? <laughs> I don't. I have a jelly, a jelly bean, bean bone. bone. I've got a jelly bean bone. I can't wait to get home now and <laughs> ask my wife to touch my jelly bean mm-hmm. bone. And then you touch her. You compare. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Cur- I wonder if she's got one or if she's got a butt shelf. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just planned on telling you about popcorn, so I'm done too. Okay. Well, do you hear that, Dave? Um, yeah, I do. I hear what sounds like um, it sounds like a, a weeping snuffleupagus uh, on the train to the La Brea Tar Pits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you just described some weird sesame tree to Auschwitz. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you picked up on that because in my <laughs> mind I was like, let's put that motherfucking Snuffleupagus <laughs> to his death. Let's put him on a death train and ride it to the Liberator. Yeah, Tuckers. just black and white Snuffleupagus shuffling onto a train. Oh, yeah. There's only room for one. Do you think there are there more Snuffleupaguses? Snuffleupagus? Well, I think for the longest time he was imaginary. Oh, yeah, he was Big Bird's imaginary, imaginary friend, friend, right? But then he became reality? I want to say he did. Like in Sphere? Because it was, I think, keeping him like that was, I don't know, I remember it was a long time ago when I read an article about it, but I believe they eventually did bring him into reality. It was that episode where didn't, when Big Bird got his brain tumor removed, it turned out that Snuffleupagus was real, (laughs) right? (laughs) Have you seen the Sesame Street about death? No, I haven't. It, there is a Sesame Street about death. Where the, the actor, Mr. Hooper's store, the actor who played Mr. Hooper, did die. And instead of just, like, hiding it or playing it off, yeah, saying, oh, no, he went on vacation or anything like that, they, like, addressed, like, no, he died. Interesting. And they, like, did a whole thing of, like, Big Bird showing up, like, to Mr. Hooper's store, and it was closed, and all the adult characters had to explain to him about death and what happened and what it means. And they were like, but don't worry, Big Bird, because all of this is just... A boy with autism staring into a snow globe. <laughs> is Mr. Hooper in, in heaven? No, 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 no. no, no. Or he's he's rotting in the ground somewhere. <laughs> There's nowhere to go. No, I didn't know they did one. This is real big bird. You're not real. Have you seen Sesame Street recently? 
Uh, not since, well, Kenna enjoy. I've watched a lot of it with Kenna. She yeah. really, really likes Sesame Street. Because I know she likes Elmo, because I've heard her say, that's probably one of the first words I heard her say. Elmo and Ernie. 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 But whenever it got pulled from, I think it was on Netflix, whenever they got pulled from Netflix, then we stopped watching. I know they're on Hulu now because I um, was doing part of my research for this for this episode, my extensive research was from hours <laughs> in between popcorn poppings. Um, I it's you. still a good show. Like I yeah. think Sesame Street is like the best children's programming. The one that I saw had um, Tina Fey on it as a mm-hmm. buccaneer. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know how old that was. It looked like it looked like it was standard definition, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, well, maybe that's just. P- how PBS rolled with Sesame Street. I don't know. One I watched was uh, David Hyde Pierce as uh, like the cookie connoisseur for the cookie club. And Donald Glover as the rapper Eleven OP. They've, <laughs> they've got some stuff. Yeah, uh, that's... Glover that's... doing the, the game of chairs. So it was like set up like Game of Thrones when they were playing musical chairs. I don't... The that's... 30 Rock segment that was about counting 30 rocks. Yeah. It was... Liz Liz Lemon, who was a lemon with Tina Fey's glasses on and shit like that. So was Sesame Street like geared for our parents too? Like when we were kids, like did our parents get the same enjoyment? Because like I remember there being celebrities on Sesame Street, but they were always people I didn't know. So I assume that my parents Maybe. were probably like they're like seeing the equivalent of Tina Fey on the children's show. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good conclusion. I would, that's my assumption. I, I went back and watched the very first episode of Sesame Street, and it was it was weird. The very first? The very first episode. How long ago did you watch it? Uh, it was a few months ago when I sat down and watched it, because it was because Oscar the Grouch was like orange. Nice! I was going to ask if they were like different colors and yep. shit. Yeah. Adult characters I'd never heard of. and Dude, is it like, is it just head fiction that he was orange, and then he spent so much time living in the garbage can <laughs> I think, I that think, it turned him green? I think that is the actual... Oh my god, I love I, it. I really Dude. think that it is, that like, he changed because he was so dirty. I can't tell you that for certain, but I remember hearing that. I fucking love it. I don't care if it's true or not, that's how I choose to remember it from here on out. Did anyone else change colors? Not that I recall. Okay. Um, did any of them change genders? I'm looking at you, Bert, and or Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> I do hear that, of course, which, uh, I do hear that slow sludging train, uh, it's in the tar pits now. Snuffleupagus is really freaking the fuck out. Uh, Big Bird is trying to pull him out of the train, uh, which I guess explains why he's not in this game, uh, Sesame Street Fighter. Uh, which of course, ushers in a segment that we like to call, Dave Reads on Wikipedia. Yeah. This game is not on Wikipedia, so <laughs> oh, okay. that is a very, very short segment, um, nor does it have a description on the website, which you can find it, uh, which is a website called flavormachine.com, mm. and that's fla- flavor, uh, flavor, not flavor, that's flav- flavor, the British spelling. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a, so I can sum it up for you if you'd like, this is a fighting game? Yeah. Fighting game, question mark. Fighting slash typing game, uh, which features mashup characters from Sesame Street and Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all based on the artwork of a, a dude posted some fucking artwork, some mashups 
of Sesame Street characters as Street Fighters, uh, like in 2010. I feel like this is a vehicle for really cool character designs, and that's really about it. Yeah, no, okay. The character design is brilliant. The character design is really funny, and it is really, it is brilliant. Um, so, you let's talk about that. Let's okay. start there. Okay, because, so it's it's a small roster, because, let's see, um, so you've got E-Honda, but E-Honda, Cookie Monster is E-Honda. So his basically they all have the similar body type, but with uh, coloring and then their heads. It's pretty much Street Fighter characters with Sesame Street heads on them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's I mean, and then they like redo the color. Yeah, but like that's pretty much all it is, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess there's maybe a little more to Oscar uh, as Blanca. Yeah, you're right. But, but, but other than that, but yeah. like Bert and Ernie as Ken and Ryu. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty much yeah. just Ken and Ryu with Bert and Ernie's head yeah. on them. <laughs> Um, I kind of feel like um, the like the mashups, the concepts of the mashups themselves are the best part. Like I don't even think that they're really implemented that well. Um, but like the idea of Oscar the Grouch is Blanca. Okay, that checks out. Oscar's green, or at least he is now, uh, since he's a filthy trash <laughs> yeah. boy. And Blanca still has orange on him, so it's like the clean tufts underneath all the dirty tufts. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cookie Monster is E Honda. That makes sense. Um, Grover is Dalsim, which also <laughs> makes sense because Grover's fucking tall and skinny. Uh, we got Oscar as Blanco, which we mentioned. We've got Ernie as Ken and Bert as Ryu. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, and then finally, we have uh, M. Bison. It's made me laugh so hard when I saw that. Who is Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a, a, a wonderful parallel from like for me. Like a kid who grew up without Elmo. And then like I had yeah, younger... I was, a, I was a Grover kid growing up. Yeah. Yeah. High five. five. Uh, I love Grover too. Um, Grover is... Grover is the gonzo of Sesame Street. He just is. And he, everyone knows Gonzo's the best fucking Muppet. Yep. So, yep. Uh, of course Grover's the best. Melissa, that. opinion? What do you think? Who's your, who's your favorite Muppet? I think Gonzo's really high up there. What about Sesame Street character? Mm. I mean, I like Oscar the Grouch. Okay. I'm pretty grouchy, so. <laughs> I like Oscar. I like Oscar. <laughs> I live in a trash can, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this house is. It's just one giant trash can. I think that's all that all houses are. Really. I, I really fooled Colin Ryan when they came over here to make it not look like a giant trash can. Uh, when I came He's over, so yeah. When I came over, you guys were cleaning like crazy people, um, which. I cannot believe how fast you clean, Melissa. Because, like, when I came over, Tyler was cleaning, and I was like, man, we're going to record in an hour. I don't think you're going to be able to get all this done. And then, Melissa, you uh, showed, you entered the scene, and then, like, I blinked, and the living room was fucking clean. I was like, what the fuck? I put up this pair of socks, come back, let <laughs> I don't know if you threw all those things away. I don't know <laughs> what happened to all those things, but that living room was fucking clean. And I was, them in a different I was impressed. That's what I used to do as a kid. Um, man. Okay. So Grover, mm -hmm. Grover as Dalsim is probably, um, these are all fucking brilliant, but Elmo. Okay. Back. Okay. So when I was a kid, Elmo wasn't around. Elmo came around later, uh, like around when uh, some of my younger cousins were watching Sesame Street. So I remember the first time I, I saw Elmo 
on Sesame Street was like over at one of their houses and they just happened to be watching it. And I remember seeing Elmo, this little red fuck, and being like, this little red fuck. What? What is this? You can't just add. You can't just add. This is like season six of a sitcom and they're like, this ain't doing so well. If I had a baby. That's what Elmo seemed like to me. And it's like, I don't like this at all. And then, and then slowly like watching it and it's like, oh, Elmo's on Oprah. Elmo's on Backpacks. It's like Sesame Street became the fucking Elmo show. It's, yeah, it really still is. Because I remember Grover was who I liked, but I feel like Big Bird was the star when I was a kid. Yeah, Big Bird was was it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, Elmo is like... And Big Bird had the movies, like the mm-hmm. the blue... What's that blue bird? The Bluebird movie he was in, where he gets turned blue. One flew over the cuckoo's yes. nest. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see the Bluebird. The Bluebird of Happiness. Let me find that. Um, because that was one of my favorite movies growing up. I remember the one where he like ran away, and someone named Finch is like like a bounty hunting him or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? I can't remember what it's called. Follow that bird. Follow that bird. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nineteen eighty-five. Is that the same movie? Mm-hmm. Is that so he he turns blue in that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Such a good movie. <laughs> I don't know why I remember the character Finch. Finch. Like, of all... And I think... It, I, honestly, I do think I don't know why I remember that character. It's because it was like... I remember watching it, similar feelings to Elmo. Finch does, is not on right. Sesame Street. So I was like, who the fuck is th- this? You can't just add characters. I guess you can. Yeah. They're pr- they've proven that you can. But because now they have that that fucking fairy character, uh, Abby Kadabi. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw yeah. her on that Terrible. Tina Fey episode. I saw, and she has a whole like because Elmo has Elmo's world, right? Which and that's is an increasingly a, larger part of the show. That's a long segment. Yep. That's a long segment. It's a fucking Mr. Noodle. <laughs> fucking Mr. Noodle. What is Mr. Noodle? I love him. What is He's Mr. Noodle? About. He's <laughs> Mr. Noodle is like the weirdest part of the show because in Elmo's world, and Elmo wanted to know how to do something. So he'll be like, oh, okay, I should probably ask Mr. Noodle. So I guess Mr. Noodle is his neighbor who lives outside? No, I think he's the the artist. But he does that... not look like somebody who would normally be on Sesame Street. What's he look like? He's a very honest... Slenderman? <laughs> 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 All right, I'm seeing an image. Uh, he, yeah, he looks oh, like... I love him. He's so clumsy. <laughs> because, yeah, he opens the window like, hey, Mr. Noodle, how do I make a cup of soup? And then Mr. Noodle, like, pours soup into his shoe, and all the kids, like, laugh. Oh, Mr. Noodle, that's not how you make soup. <laughs> and then he get, oh, he gets, like, in a bathtub. If you're not making soup, Mr. Noodle, he does many stupid things before he figures out how to do the simple task that Elmo's asked him to do. You know who he looks like to me? He looks like a Leon from Roseanne. Oh. <laughs> in a plaid vest. Yeah, <laughs> in a bow tie. Um, Martin, Martin Mull. Martin, so Martin Mull, yeah. Is that you're talking about? Yeah. Who owns the restaurant? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> man, yeah. So I didn't get. To, I saw some of Elmo's World when I rewatched Sesame Street, and Henry likes Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I got to be honest though. I'm kind of like trying to hedge him away from it just because I don't want to deal with Elmo. Oh yeah, Elmo's terrible everywhere. They want like all the dolls that like talk like him and stuff. It's mm-hmm. terrible. I wonder how much like Kenny got over that though, because at first like Daniel Tiger was her jam. Yeah, Daniel Tigers. And I still I like love Daniel, Daniel Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. And then it was Sesame Street, and then from Sesame Street, and then she moved on to like Paw Patrol and stuff like that. And now Elmo is kind of a non-issue anymore. I have yet to see uh, a legal version of Paw Patrol. <laughs> uh, I've seen and I've I've seen a bootleg version of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I came home from I came home for lunch the other day. 
and uh, my mom watches Henry while I'm at work. And I walk in, and there's this like recreation, some Play-Doh recreation of a Paw Patrol episode <laughs> that's on TV. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I, I sit down and I watch it. I'm like, this is just like, this is a poor production of a Paw Patrol episode. Because, <laughs> yeah, mom has cable. So over there, where I was staying in Tadpog High Rise, then I take Ken over to my mom's house in the mornings. She would watch Shimmer and Shine and Paw Patrol and a bunch of shit like that. So then I come to my house and I only have YouTube, Netflix, and Hulu. So like, let's see, what do I get when I put this in YouTube? Yeah, you might get one or two episodes of the show. Right. Most of the time, it's like a live playthrough of the shitty mobile game. Right. Or yeah, yeah. That kind of like someone trying to regret an episode of Play Doh. I mean, it blew my mind. And then like, I had to tell my mom, I was like, we can't let him watch this. And she's like, why not? I'm like, okay, when that episode ended, uh, YouTube showed us what it's gonna play next. Uh, and it was the Paw Patrol characters covered in blood. <laughs> so let's not watch the let's not watch the bootleg Paw Patrol anymore, please. Oh, there's plenty of stuff he can watch on Hulu. <laughs> I, I'd prefer he watch Ash versus the Evil Dead than to see the Paw Patrol characters in blood. Renew for season two. Very happy about. Yeah, it. I heard about that. Yeah. That is good. I haven't finished season one, although I, I, I like what you, I saw. I told you I would get you that. I need to actually give you that. I don't have time. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not a big deal. I would like to watch it at some point, but uh, I, I'm fine to wait. Um, okay, so back to Sesame Street Fighter. Um, the Okay, so those are all how all the characters work. And, I, and going back to Elmo, I think it's brilliant that he's M. Bison, because to me, he is M. Bison. He just kind of fucking shows up with psionic powers, controlling people's <laughs> minds, forming Shadaloo Empire. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's the final boss. Uh, and you get to him by, like you would in a Street Fighter game, you choose your character, and then you fight your way through all the other characters uh, until you fight M. Bison Elmo. Mm -hmm. Elm, Elm Bison. Elm Bison. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, instead of instead of input pressing buttons to punch and kick and do special moves, uh, what you do is type words. Um, words fall down from the top of the screen and you have to type them. And once you type all of a word, you uh, perform a special move or a combo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, which is, I think, a really cool idea. I uh, because I love typing games. After after the initial like, oh, this is funny, wears off. Like, and it's a decent concept, mm -hmm. but then it kind of falls apart really quickly because it's the same music in the same stage. Which I mean, it's a free little thing to get on. Play. Yeah, oh yeah, it's I a free it. game. We I didn't mention it. that. This is a browser game. Yeah, we we I failed to mention that when I was giving the description <laughs> of the game. I paid sixty bucks for this on yeah. the Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, a triple A PBS. <laughs> title <laughs> <laughs> but because every character sort of has their their own difficulty to your words like your easy character is cookie monster who you only spell out animal words with cookie monster you spell out animals with cookie monster um and you're right i, I think and i think that's cool that like they have this scale of difficulty where it's like if you want easy words to type do cookie monster mm -hmm. he is rated as a level three fighter the, the opposite end of that spectrum is um, Ryu, Ken, and Oscar, who are all level 7. See, and why they give them all the same category, I think, is really lame. Yeah, all if three of those. you don't have that many characters, give them all All something different. Sets. Because yeah. like, um, like Cookie Monster has animal 
related words, these three characters have Russian cities. Yep. Which are uh, very difficult for me to type because I'm not familiar yeah, with them. It's just like your Reykjavik. Yeah. There's, well, and that's, um, that's Iceland, that's I think. Iceland, yeah. But I think it's on there. Um, but like that's like one of those where it's like no muscle memory is helping me because it's like I really have to think and be like, okay, letter, 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 instead of word like I yeah. do when it's like an animal. And because Grover is weather. Yeah, he's a level five. And then I forget what M, what Elm, Elm Bison is. Um, Elm Bison scientist? is German scientist. Okay, yeah. uh, and it's their full name. Elmo is a level nine. Um, you can't select Elmo the first time you go through it. Uh, he becomes unlockable once you beat him mm -hmm. as one of the other characters. Did you find the, the extremely easy exploit? I did not. No. What is the exploit? Even, like, you don't have to finish typing a word to deal damage. You can do tiny amounts of damage basically every time you the put first in the letter. letter. Yeah, so, because uh, I was watching a video about it, like, one guy figured out, like, oh, if I press the first letter, I'm doing just, like, a tiny bit of damage. Mm -hmm. And he would just press the first letter over and over and over again, and that damage dealt from that was faster than typing out the whole word. That sucks. And then he figured out, oh, I don't have to press it. I just have to hold it down. <laughs> That also and then sucks. Do damage even faster. So then he was setting records by just like sort of guessing what the word was going to be and, and holding down the letter. letter held down and just. Then he figured out if you plug in two keyboards into your into your computer, <laughs> hold down both letters, you do it twice as fast. So he did something like he was beating. Like, every fighter took, like, I don't know if it was the game or the fighter, where he beat it in, like, 20 seconds. Like, the world record was, like, 20 seconds. That explains the video that I saw, because, like, when I did a search for I was trying to find information on this game, and there's not much out mm -hmm. there. Like, when I typed in uh, Sesame Street Fighter, I think the fourth link that showed up was, like, a speedrunning site. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let's see how long this takes to beat. Um, at this point, I had already finished the game um, as uh, Bert and uh, Elmo. And I was like, let's just see how long, like, someone can, how fast someone could beat this. And yeah, it was 25 seconds was the top one I saw. Mm -hmm. And they had a video uploaded, but it was just gameplay capture. It had no, like, I had no idea how they were doing it. But it was like the the opponent would appear, and then and then they would die, and then the next one would appear and die. Like well, I don't even know what they're doing. They're not even. I don't even see the word being completed or anything like that. You have to. If you have the two keyboards and you correctly guess the word is coming down, uh -huh. and then already have that pressed down, then yeah, that's just it. Game over. That's bullshit. Yep. That's yep. bullshit. Um, but I get it because it's like okay. This is weird because I um, started out, I figured, okay, I'm going to start small, I'm going to start easy, I'm going to ease into this, and I'm going to play the game as Cookie Monster. Mm -hmm. He's level three, it's animal words. This is going to be easy. So um, the small, it's usually like four or five letter words will come down, uh, and I type them out, and as I type them, I attack. Uh, but the problem is, uh, when you are typing, if your opponent hits you, it stops you from type from typing. Yeah. So it's it's you're constantly being interrupted. So what I discovered was by the time I like as Cookie Monster, supposedly the easiest character to play, uh, once I got like four fights in, I was I, I stood no chance. I stood no chance because I'm facing off against fighters who have harder words, mm -hmm. but they're more letters, so they're interrupting me more often. So it's like, as I'm trying to type my five-letter word, it's like taking me the entire fight to get, like, it, 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 
to just get like oh, a single letter in. Yeah. So I said, fuck this. I switched it to, uh, to Bert, uh, level seven, who's got the fucking Russian city names. And it was so much easier. Because it was just one of those things where it's like, I have more letters to type. And because I have more letters to type, I have more of an opportunity to interrupt my opponent's attacks. Uh, so I felt like that was unbalanced. Yeah. And no, I, definitely. And I feel really stupid talking about balance in this game. <laughs> like, that is dumb. We should, I should rather be talking about butt shelves because this... Is this a, is a fun concept. Yes, this so is the a, game was pretty garbage. It's a funny game. Like I, I yeah, it's not really. Because I wish, I mean, it's, it's a cool concept, but I think could have really been played up on. Like if you had like a wheel of words that if you type something in, you would do like you could jump or block or do a special or charge a meter and get like a very very long word. Yeah, like some something. I mean. There's a lot more you could do with it than they did, but there are just cool a free little browser game where people are like, "Oh, I've got this." He must, somebody must have seen these illustrations of these crossovers and like, "I'll just put a game together." Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the same. I mean, it's like a 24-hour design right contest. Right. This is what I mean, I I certainly couldn't make this. Yeah. Um, but I do think I like that you also thought about like a different way that they could approach it because I couldn't help but think about it either. It's like one of those things where I think it would be cool if. You could choose different words based on what you wanted the character to do. Like, say for instance, um, I am fighting Bert, and he throws um, a Hadouken at me, and I have the option of either canceling it by throwing my own, blocking it, or jumping. So, like, it gives me three different mm -hmm. words, and each one of those words corresponds with one of those commands. Yeah. Like, I think you could like really open it up you to do. do a, you could do a really a good game based on like a typing fighter. If you like typing games, yeah, yeah, which I don't think a lot of people do. What, what Typing into Dead was a game Typing you really of the Dead is an amazing fucking game that I recommend anybody who likes typing games or House of the Dead, the House of the Dead series, to check out. Because, or Mavis Beacon. Or, you know, I've never played... Is it, is it Mavis? I've, I always said Mavis, but now I feel like an I, idiot. I, I've, I just heard Jacob say Mavis. That's all I know. No, well, I'm Jacob's right. <laughs> I'm wrong. Uh, I've never... is. I've never done Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Yeah, neither have I. I just know it's a thing lots of people have done. <laughs> I remember seeing the box, mm -hmm. and I remember seeing, I think, a copy of it in uh, seventh grade and in my typing class, but we never used it. How was your, how was your middle school typing class? A lot of fun. Yeah. It was great because um, we, we had to use electric typewriters, and that wasn't a big deal. And then once we were done with our assignment for the day, we got to play uh, educational computer games. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I remember playing, uh, I say educational, but battle chess. I guess it's quasi-critical thinking. Um, and I remember playing uh, Organ Trail and Prince of Persia, which is blatantly yeah, not man. an educational game. Oh, did they cover your hands whenever you were in typing class. Did they cover my hands? Uh huh. Like with chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really know what you mean. Challenge mode. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh, he's got to find the flag in the typewriter. <laughs> no, I. I don't know. Covered with what? Well, uh, so you couldn't see your hands. Oh. While you were typing. No, they didn't do that. See, I feel like I had a weird, abusive typing class in middle school. <laughs> Because I had, she, she always had her finger in my ass. She might she might have been abusive. I don't. I can't tell. I've got your shift key. Yeah, I've got your shelf right got where I want shelf. it. <laughs> now tight, boy. This is the inner button on your butt shelf. Yeah, the quick brown fox ain't quick enough today. 
Miss Leonard's finger got quick brown today, didn't it? <laughs> Man, because she we had like these cardboard things that would cover up your 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 keyboard while you so it's like so a divider. Yeah, so you weren't allowed to look at the keys whenever you would type. I and see. Like, it wasn't like oh, do an assignment and then have fun. Like it was the whole time you were doing like make make three errors on this. 200 word thing oh, start over start over you yeah. better finish it or i mean it was it was horrible to be in that class we had that too like we had to start over um but i had a secret weapon and that was um the internet uh i was looking up nude photographs on the internet before taking typing class in middle school so uh like an a. i knew how to type already because yeah. i knew how to find all those sweet boob pics um <laughs> so uh if I if you got through it without making mistakes, the teacher really like there were a few kids or like the teacher didn't know what to do and they're like, all right, you get to play battle chess. So that's nice. So that that just is proof that pornography pays off. You could I remember you could come to school early and go to the computer room and play some computer oh, games. That's nice. Which it was King's Quest, Slalom. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and something else. It wasn't, wasn't a great variety. I remember everybody. What was cool? I remember in middle school was everybody trying to figure out what to do in King's Quest. There is. A smell that I feel like I'm never going to smell again. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but it's the smell of a computer lab in the 1990s. There's some kind of weird smell where it's not like... It's it's a good smell to me, but it's like it's almost like... I don't know. Like when you get too close to the television as a kid and... Oh, it's you, you, electric Yeah, smell. you'd feel that like yeah. static. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for some reason when I was a kid, like in the 90s and there were like... 40 fucking computers in a room. Like, it just smelled like computers in there. Okay, I, I get that. Melissa, what's your favorite smell? Butt shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Besides butt shelves, it's a, a new shower curtain. A new shower curtain? Yeah. Because of the, yeah, I get it. Yeah. They I smell really good. Like Tyler. I'll find, like, plastic bags and stuff like the Hard plastic, not, like, soft plastic, but hard plastic things that bring to her. It's rolled over her face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> What's your favorite smell, Tyler? Oh, that's hard. What is my favorite smell? Um, butt shelves. Butt shelves. <laughs> I love my favorite perfume. Although now, because Melissa recently arrived, I recently for her birthday bought her a new perfume. So it is re- it is upcoming one of my favorites. But I love the smell of Lucky Number Five. That perfume. I haven't thought about Lucky Number Five in a minute. Love that. And then Victoria's Secret Bombshell. That smells really I good. Like a lot. Yeah, that smells really good. Um, I don't know what all perfumes Victoria's Secret because like they've got a full line, don't they? They got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff that is some of it's absolute awful garbage, and some of it's yeah. really good. Man, Victoria's Secret, they got to be making a killing, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like every time I get like a catalog or something, every time I see one of those, it's like that costs that much, mm-hmm. and then like on top of it, it's not you're not they're not just selling lingerie, and uh, I mean and. Just undergarments, but I mean they're like selling fucking like hoodies and shorts mm-hmm. and perfume yeah, duffel bags, and lotions, duffel bags, lotions. That pink Bad. line of stuff that they right. is like their newest store, and it appeals to teenagers, which we have and Aerosmith fans from the nineties. <laughs> <Yes. 90s. laughs> We're spending a lot of money in that store recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm look, man. I um, had an ex girlfriend who loved Victoria's Secret, and I loved that she loved Victoria's Secret uh, because it meant that she uh, liked to wear fun things to bed. 
Uh, I don't know if that's how it goes uh, in this house, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's why you go. I'm going to say no. I think that Victoria's Secret's line of lingerie is very... um, Well, you wear fun things to bed, just not necessarily Victoria's Secret. Tame? Would you say tame? Yeah, it's it's tame. tame. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Okay, so I remember at one point um, thinking the same thing. That like yeah. Victoria's Secret lingerie just um, never fit me well to begin with, and you know I just needed to just kind of explore. Um, I um, I remember in Lexington when I lived in Lexington, uh, they had a Hustler, yeah, uh, Hustler of America was the name of the store. Mm-hmm. I, it was a store that that sold like lingerie and sex toys and stuff like that. And I remember going there. Uh, just thinking maybe I'll maybe I'll pick Nikki up something. God, she's gonna be so fucking pissed that I'm telling this story. <laughs> uh, so fucking pissed at me. Muscle weigh in and balance it out. <laughs> she also likes the hustler store. And I remember. Well, maybe you can confirm or deny with me. I remember going into that store and being like, "All right, this there's some pretty cool stuff in here. There's some neat stuff in here." Yeah, yeah. And I remember going to the lingerie section, and I remember going, "Oh." Everything in this section is for 13-year-old girls because, like, I don't see how a woman can fit into any... Like, everything was extra small. Like, every fucking thing was extra small. And it's like... I mean, like, seriously, I don't understand how, like, a regular-sized, normal, average woman could fit into any of that. And I remember um, being like, well, okay, I guess it's... I guess this ain't gonna fucking work. Um, but other than that, I mean, they had a lot of like fun stuff in there. Did you? I was just disappointed that they, I I didn't, I didn't like their size selection. Cause I mean, it was like legitimately all extra small. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go again. Because like when we go in there, and you're like, all right, see what, what do you like? What do you like in this lingerie? And I'll be looking at something. I'll pick something out. I like this. (sighs) I can't wear that. Why? Tall girls. Half of this stuff is for tall girls. (laughs) Oh, it so sounded like you had a selection. Five, five six, yeah. or above. Yeah. Because, like, I'll pick out something, and she's like, no, that looks like I'm just wearing rags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm into, maybe. <laughs> like that hobo fucking. Come on, rag girl. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else about Sesame Street Fighter? There's not a whole lot. No. Um, like you said. And there's no ending. It just, 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 you beat Elm Bison, and it's just like, game over. Put your initials in. It gives you time. And your score, which is identical. And then, yeah, that's it. I, n- I did notice that when I would beat the game as one of the characters, a star would appear next to their profile on the character select. I don't know if there are any secret characters or anything like that. But I will say that I looked at the original art that this game is based on. Um, it's a dude or, or a girl named uh, Gavacho13 uh, in 2010 did all this art. There are other characters that do not appear in this game. Um, my personal favorite, and it really pisses me off that he's not in it, it because it looks amazing, is Big Bird as Sagat. Oh. It, it is fucking amazing. Because it's like, and maybe they didn't do it because it essentially just looks like a mean Big Bird with a fucking scar and boxing shorts. <laughs> Who would who would Balrog and Vega be? They had um, uh, they had um, Rolf from the Muppets as Balrog. <laughs> okay, uh, which I understand why he wouldn't be in this game because mm-hmm. he's not a Sesame Street character. Yeah, um, Vega. Who would Vega be? I'm running out of Sesame Street characters that I know. Yeah, because I'm trying to think back on like 
I mean, they're like newer ones. Mr. Hooper? <laughs> Returns from the grave wearing a mask? I don't know. Because of his undead face, yeah. You're right. From the grave. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I, what other Sesame Street characters are there? Because I know there, I mean, there's Abby, Abby Cadabby, there's yeah. um, that, the guy, the orange one at the beginning, and then the one who speaks Spanish with the lamb. Count. Oh, Count! How do we forget Count? That is a good one. How cool would it be if Count was in this game and instead of uh, spelling things out, you just type numbers? (laughs) You just deal with numbers, no letters. He's super hard because it's just one, two, three. (laughs) Or he's super easy if you know the trick. Get two keyboards and just hold down one. Beat the game in 18 seconds. Man. How do we forget the goddamn Count? Uh, Who would the Count be? From Street Fighter. Vega, you think? Yeah. All right. I guess that makes sense. Who would... uh, What other Sesame Street characters have we forgotten? Snuffleupagus just straight up can't be in the game. Yeah. Maybe he's like a background character. I mean, he would have been a good E-Honda, but... Yeah. Thousand Palm. uh, Thousand Trunk (laughs) Slap. (laughs) Chun-Li. There's no Chun-Li. I think the art had Miss Piggy as Chun-Li, which also uh, makes sense why that wasn't in the game. Uh, Kermit was Guile. The Kermit <laughs> art as Guile is amazing. <laughs> I'll have links to this gallery in the show notes at tadvok.com. I, I strongly urge everybody listening to check it out because while I don't think the art I- itself is fantastic, like the concept, like the mashups themselves, uh, I think are really cool. Because what was it? I was looking at, a, I think it was a BuzzFeed article about, no, it was a cracked article like 20 relationships from your youth that don't actually make sense. And one of them was Kermit and Miss Piggy. Frog and Pig. Like, well, not just that, but like, he's like philosophical, easy, mm. you know, laid back, fun kind of guy. And Miss Piggy is narcissistic and abusive. Yeah. And like, why they would be together makes no sense whatsoever. Opposites attract, baby, right? <laughs> I think, I mean, Miss Piggy's just like, domineering like I, I think Kermit Just didn't know yeah it. I don't think Kermit knew what he was getting into and then now he's he can't get out and then because what was it in the new Muppet series they're broken up and he's dating a new pig right right I saw two or three episodes of the the new Muppet series and I didn't care much I heard it. it was not very good I never watched it uh I I was a little disappointed. I like the Muppets, but I'm not the biggest fan. You know, like, I I, I don't claim to love the Muppets, but... Oh, I, I, and I used to. The Muppet Show, I would watch over and over and yeah. over again. Love it so much. I remember being pissed when it would come on Nickelodeon, because I think it was, like, before Nick at Night or something like that, or, like, right when Nick at Night was coming out. I remember, like, all the shit on Nickelodeon I cared about would end... And then there would be The Muppet Show, and then I think Nick at Night would start. And I used to remember thinking, just start Nick at Night. <laughs> I, I want my Muppets in cartoon baby form only, please. Because what was it what was that I heard recently about? Like There was a movie, a Muppet movie, that then had a cutaway of them as babies. And there was such a huge outcry for more of that. That they made the cartoon. Babies was born. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's pretty cool. But here's yeah. the thing, like... My first exposure to Muppets was Sesame Street, and then um, I guess, I mean, they are Muppets, right? I mean, the, the puppets on Sesame They're Street are Muppets. I'd, I'd say any Jim Henson creation is yeah, a Muppet. Yeah, Fraggle Rock, like, I count that, too. Like, and I remember, like, loving Fraggle Rock, and then, so, like, I... I like that you even said Fraggle Rock in almost the theme song. Yeah, I love Fraggle, Fraggle, Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. I can't, I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> so I mean I loved all that and then I guess it was just in the Muppet Babies of course and then like after I had seen like all of that 
all of that. Then I got exposed to the Muppet Show, which had celebrities I didn't know yeah. telling jokes that were over my head, to be honest. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, I don't like this one bit. See, the only one I knew was like Steve Martin. Yeah, I remember, I remember yes. Was, everyone else, like, I don't know who any of these people are. And I barely knew Steve Martin. Yeah. I mean, like, I, didn't, I honestly didn't really even... Because he was still, like, zany, arrow-through-the-head Steve Martin back then. Right. So it was a totally, totally different guy. Right, right. But, yeah, I guess we're about a time there. All right. Are we good? Um, yeah. Do you want to take calls or anything like that? Uh, we could probably take one or two. All right. Let's see what I got. Because we've got... A little bit of time before Joshua arrives. Uh, yeah, we're going to record part three of Fantasy Star 4, which I am... Woo, whew, <laughs> it's going to be a tough episode. Yeah. It's going to be a really tough episode. Okay. So much to talk about. Oh, to fit it all in in three parts? Just to try to fit it in three yeah. parts. I don't want... I do not want to do a four-parter. There's a part of me that it's that it's like, I'm so... I'm like, like walking that razor-thin edge right now where it's like... Eh, just we'll just fuck around on part three. Like I'm so close to, to that because <laughs> yeah. it's just like I've got so much to do, but it's gonna take a nap. Yes, <laughs> it's that exactly. Um, it's it's that 100. percent I'm so glad that you know that you know that feel. <laughs> it can't be just us, right? No, I can't tell you how many papers I didn't write because I just decided to go to sleep instead. And it's like you can't explain that to a teacher. You can't explain. Well, I had four papers to write, so I wrote three so I wrote and, nah. and took a nap. <laughs> Oh, writing none. That's a better idea. I like that. Uh, I'm scrolling through our messages. We've got a lot. All right, here we go. Here is our first call. This is from Taryn, it looks like. Did we end on a cliffhanger last time from Taryn? Because I remember she called. It was morning, and we assumed that she was probably drunk. Uh, even though she d- <laughs> explicitly totally said that she was not. Um, there's another call from her the same day. Uh, Google Translate starts out, I remembered it. So we'll see what this is all about. <laughs> mm, let's see, her call's not coming through. I don't know why. I don't know. Okay. I can't get the calls to work. I don't know why. That's okay. So, no, I can't do a call. I'm sorry. That's okay. We'll work it out later. <laughs> I'll have to figure out what's do. going on with the board. I don't know. It sucks, though, because I got nothing in the waveform. Um, okay, so sorry about that. We'll get that We'll get that fixed. Or we won't. Or we won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take we'll a see. nap. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so, oh, and then, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yes, SoundCloud, that was renewed. Yeah. So we kept that. Yeah, we rebought that. iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, so to miss the next episode, Fancy Star 4, Part, part three. 3, baby. The, back, the, the grand finale. Back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, you can find our shirts on Amazon. Search for mm-hmm. uh, Tadpog. You can help us out. You can give us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, I feel like it's been so long. What, uh, what else do I normally say? Uh, we have a P.O. box. Oh, yes. So if you want to send us anything, please send that to, especially, postcards. Please send that to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. We have a postcard oh, here. Oh, shit. I'm going to hand over to you. It is from Austin, Texas. It is what looks like a trailer. I'm going to assume this is from Taryn. I'm going to assume. Flip it over. 
Oh yes it is. Just one of the many weird galleries you can find in Austin, Texas. Fun fact, in many areas of Austin, women are allowed to be topless. Love, Terrence. I've always wanted to go to Austin. Topless, topless uh, parts of the town or not. I was going to say, just to be topless? Just, yeah, I, I just, I, I'm not going to be topless enough, so I need to go to Austin. Here in Kentucky. <laughs> uh, there is a stretch of road in Kentucky where, um, and it's actually a road that's very close to my house and leads to your house, mm -hmm. uh, where I feel like I've seen the most shirtless men I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, that road. And I've yeah. lived near a beach at Florida. Like, <laughs> like, like And it's, there's still just more shirtless men here. It's like a bunch of Randy from um, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Allergic to shirts, so they just don't wear them. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, so what? that was a museum that the postcard was from? Is that what she said? Uh, many weird galleries. Oh, it's so a I gallery. Guess, is that an art gallery? I guess so. Okay. Is there a name for it anywhere? Old... Old right Gallery World. Old, well, it says Old South and then Austin on the top. I guess it's just a kitsch collection of whatever's in this trailer. Uh, I When you decide to go to Austin, let me know. Okay. Because I've, I've wanted to go to Austin, too, for a while. Yeah. Because um, I've heard really good things. Could you do a live, live from Austin? <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> hey, look, we fill, if we can fill a theater, yeah, you bet. <laughs> or just fill Terrence, Terrence, Terrence apartment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I assume... I mean, I don't know how big our living quarters are, but um, we could probably get we'd probably get like well, I don't know, like fifty people in there, right, Taryn? Yeah. <laughs> or her couch has three seats, two hundred dollars a piece tickets for the for the Tadpog Live show. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've also got a Patreon. Mm -hmm. uh, if you enjoyed listening to this uh, and like to give us money, that is the place where you can do it. Uh, I'd like to take a moment uh, to thank some people who have recently donated at uh, patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, Micah Perdue uh, just recently upped his pledge, uh, riding that penny train, of course. Uh, I'd like to thank Platinum member Brett Miller for upping his donation, also riding that penny train. Uh, Magical Sleeper, riding that nickel train oh, strong, uh, riding it till we ain't got no more give. Uh, and then I've got, let's see, Exalted Lord Micah Purdue again, riding that penny train once more. Tadpog, Santa Jack, and Ziggy Moon's Akemi, uh, riding that penny train. Thank you for the whistle. Uh, and we've got, let's see, Joseph E. Willard III, our very own trash bear. That one sounded sick. Let's see. <laughs> Snuffy did not want to get off that train. <laughs> There we go. That's better. Uh, riding that penny train as well. Let's see if we've got anything else. Nope, not for now. Uh, and that'll get us caught up to Wednesday as well, which is good because that's going to be just jam fucking cram packed with Fantasy Star 4 or Naps. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. So uh, you can got tap on Instagram, uh, tap on underscore podcast. You said the Patreon. Uh, if you want to call or text us, do you say the phone number? I did not. That is uh, 270-883-2555. And then we'll probably have things figured out on the board. <laughs> or calls are over. <laughs> I'll just I'll just read what Google Translate says for each call. So how would you have to close this out? Um, like Grover? Like the, or the monster at the end of the book? So yeah, it's much. a good book. So much as a kid. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a good. Shit. I love it as an adult. I have it's my original. Do you really? Kenna has it in her room. Nice. When I was her age. Henry's got one of my. He's got. Uh, Where's Willie? Oh Lord? no! Please don't turn this page. <laughs>
<laughs> I bet Ernie wouldn't turn the page. Ernie. <laughs> Elbow? Ernie? <laughs> you're not French, quit it. Ernie? Ernie and Bert? Je suis la joue. Ernie. Je suis la joue pomfrey. Ernie? Did you say French fry? <laughs> um, I, I even forgot. Why do you want a McDonald's? Oh, quit it! Quit it! <laughs> You're two! <laughs> I forgot what uh, Grover sounds like, so I'm gonna do my best. Okay. So until next time. I'm sure we are both awful. You should look up whether you actually. I'm sure we were both awful. <laughs> you should look up whether you actually <laughs> said <that. laughs>